The guys behind the From Corner to Corner podcast are diving deep into Montgomery County High School sports with the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner. Join us as we talk local high school athletics with your local coaches. Whether you're a student athlete or a screaming fan, this is the place to turn to get the inside scoop before the next big game. And now, it's time for the show with Sean Kuyper, Neil Payne, Adam Muncy, and Wes Crouch. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner, Coach's Corner. We're live and in person. I got Wes here with me, and he's leaving apparently. Okay, no, he's just switching seats. Switch. You can't. You realize there's one camera. You're freaking me out. There's two cameras. No, no, we only got this camera right now. My goodness, this is this. That way they can see us. This is a rookie job right no, here. No rookie job. Okay, so sorry, we are live from the Community Trust Bank Studios here on North Maysville. This is the From Corner to Corner Coaches Corner presented by Community Trust Bank. Your friends in banking. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Thanks for joining us live on Facebook and YouTube, all you folks that are YouTubers. Before we get started, we'd like to take a moment and thank our sponsors who helped make this happen. We have Community Trust Bank. We have Kim Soft. They sponsor our Athlete of the Week. We have Tutu Sweet Treats. They sponsor our Dog of the Week. CRC Renovations, Kentucky Realty Group, Jacobs Auto Body, and Brett Weehunt's Kentucky Farm Bureau in Frenchburg, who sponsors our Menifee County Athletes of the Month. Thank you guys for all your sponsorships. And while you're at it, go ahead and share this out to all your friends, families, aunts, uncles, second cousins, people you went to high school with. Doesn't Smash matter. Smash the like button. Smash that like button. Share it out. Let people know that we're talking tonight to Coach Bradley Craycraft of the Montgomery County Volleyball Indians. And... Uh, that's that's a new thing. It's going to stick. It's gonna, you're the volleyball Indians. T-shirts. Make yeah. Them out. And uh, with him are seniors, Grayson Cord and Morgan Purvis. Guys, welcome to the show. Woo! Well, so volleyball season is over. Yes. Tell us how the season wrapped up. Um, ended a little sooner than we wanted it to. Uh, got bit by the injury bug in the last week of the season, and it's, I mean... And it's apparently carried over. Yeah, I guess she, unfortunately, it carried into her club season. But, uh, you know, Allie went down in the next to last game of the season. And, uh, I mean, when you go into the district tournament against a team that's played with the same lineup for a year and a half, and I had a practice and a half to get ready for it, I mean, we fought. I mean, I couldn't be more proud of the girls. We went five sets twice with a team that, I mean, like I said, their lineup was the same all year long, and we had one practice. So. Right. I was proud of the girls. I was proud of our fight. Uh, just couldn't make enough plays at the end. Yeah. So, what do we think about next year? Coming in next year, obviously we we are losing three seniors, correct? Yes. Uh, the two that are with us today and Allie Dillon, who's currently prepping for district play in basketball. Yes. Um, what do we have coming back? Um, I'm really excited about what we come back. What we have coming back. Um, I mean, it, it's going to be tough to replace what we we're losing. Just because they were all such important parts to what we did. Uh, I mean, Grayson, you're looking at 1,700 assists. You're having to replace 
Morgan did a really good job holding down the middle, uh, getting kills when they did, getting good block touches. And then uh, Allie just plays at such a different level at the net uh, with her vertical ability. Uh, that it's just tough things to replace. But uh, it's going to be kind of fun. Me and my dad were talking about it the other day, and we have a lot of that talent that you're not going to hear a lot about. Right. But uh, we're going to surprise some people. I mean, everyone's going to know Alexis White after she was second team all region this year. Uh, Sarah Zink will be a name now, now that she's committed. You know, when, when you're a D1 athlete, everyone's going to be like, hey, there's that girl that's going to Coastal Carolina. Right. She's probably pretty good. But um, Bailey Warner's going to be going into her third year volleyball ever. She could be one of the best middles in the region. Uh, Sophie Fouch is going to be another good one that she's just they're, – they're just now getting into the swing of things, but – they're going to be really good pieces for us. Well, and the names you like, they're athletes. Yes. Right? So, yeah. so I mean, the, you know, the kind of athletes that could go out probably any sport, bowling, croquet, tennis, mm-hmm. and probably be very successful. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, it's not – it doesn't just stop at those that I've named. I mean, right. we have – like, it's we, – we're, we're – we have a deep team, and there's plenty of talent, and uh, it's it's another one of those years where if we're not successful, it's more on me than it is on them. Did you say croquet? I did croquet. Yeah, what's? That? I mean, do we have? It's, it's a it is a club. The- it's a club sport here. Do you have you never you have club day at school? Have you never seen the croquet club? Is that crocheting? No, crochet is what you do with needles. Croquet club. Check croquet. it out this one, this time. This, sh- this shows you how. Old we are. Even you're getting old now. You're getting old now. So volleyball also like basketball, football. Sometimes it comes down to comes down to Jimmy's and Joe's, right? Like if if you can put better players, better athletes than oh, anybody else you play, you're going to win a lot of games. Absolutely. I mean the only the only thing that separates, like I tell people, the only thing that separates us from like the Scott Highs is Scott High has you know ten eleven girls that they play volleyball year round. I have 10, 11 girls that are just good athletes. It's just, you know, they're also really good at softball. They're really good at basketball. Right. So, I mean, I for the few months I get them, that's why it's so awesome to see how great they can be because they do it in such a short period of time right. without, you know, the extra dedicated eight months to the sport. Right. So, Grayson, you just wrapped up your senior year. Yes. In volleyball. You still have a couple months left, actually, in the school building. Yes. And you just committed re- recently to play, uh, th- to continue your volleyball career. Tell us about your, like, what, now that you've had a time to sit back and think about it, tell us about your career as a volleyball player. Well, volleyball has been my life pretty much the last seven years. And I still think about the last game that I played for Montgomery County. Yeah. No. And I know that I will always be like, oh, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. But I think I'm leaving behind the program with in really good hands with the girls. Yeah. And I, I'm so excited to be going to Asbury, though. As soon as I stepped on that campus, I was like, this is it. I can see myself here for the next four years. Yeah. What's your major going to be? I think I'm going to major in psychology. Okay. Or I'm going to go in the medical field. Okay. Right. So, are you playing club ball currently? Yes. Okay. So, I, I didn't know if I'm also they would kind of allow you, if they wanted you to kind of take that time, or they would start practice early, uh, Asbury, or you all would allow, be allowed to play club before you started into, you know, 
um, August or whenever you all start for college. So you're allowed to play club your senior year. So I'll still go to like nationals for my club, and that's in June. Okay. So I won't start practicing with Asbury till like July, August. Got you. Got you. And obviously, same for you, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> Except for now, it's got a little bit of a hiccup. Got a little bit of a dent in it. Yeah. <laughs> so Morgan, why don't you? Same question I asked Grayson. Why don't you talk about your time playing volleyball for the Montgomery County Volleyball Indians? <laughs> it was. It was great. Um, like Grayson said, like the last game, something that I always just like you always want that one more, like that five more minutes on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm so excited to see what they have coming up in the future, like Bailey and Sophie. Like they're like Bailey's crazy. Like even Aaron Fawn's coming up. Like she's going to yeah. be crazy good. And she's so humble about it too. But um, and then like Cumberland's like I'm so excited. I got to go up and meet some of the girls the weekend after I committed. And um, I actually know a girl that I play club with. She's going up there, too. So I'm really excited. Like, they all want to be there. Um, they all, like, share the same interest. And, like, um, the campus up there is just insane. Like, I don't want to go to, like, a big school. Like, it's just so, like, homey feeling. So yeah. I'm, like, really excited for it. So, and what's your nursing. major? Nursing. Okay. Um, so come back to both of you on this. What is your, you know, Asbury and Cumberland's, what, what are they like at the next, like, what is, are, do they have good teams? Asbury has a really good team. I think they just changed their conference, too, so we're going to be traveling farther okay. and more. But they have a really good team. I think they're going to have a lot of seniors this year leaving, though. But I think they have a lot of girls coming in also. Um, Cumberland's they actually won their conference. We went and watched them. We would, they won their conference um, last year. Um, they have really good. They have some crazy tall girls. It's insane. Like I thought I was tall, and then I go and I'm like looking up to them. But <laughs> right. so yeah, they're really good. So I'm always fascinated by this. What is your expectation coming in? Coming in as freshman. I mean, do you hope to you know prove yourself? Do you hope to get some earn some playing time? Like, what's your goals? I 100% I hope, I hope and I pray that I get playing time. But no matter what, I'm going to work my hardest in the gym, out of the gym, whatever I can do. Like I was talking to my stepdad, yes, I'm going to Asbury, but I'm still working my butt off to get better and grow. And I love Asbury as a school, and it might be my place for the next four years, but it might also not be my place because I want to – continue to grow and go up and get better yep. and that's kind of why I also started track this season because I want to get faster and I also wanted to give myself a little bit of time away from volleyball mm-hmm. to see how much like I really can improve in volleyball too right but I think running track is going to help me get faster and although I don't have the height I can still work on my speed and my vertical also right, right. because there's some girls that are committed d1 that I was shocked because they're not as tall as I thought that they would be, but their vertical is up there. So and that helps them. Well, so I played soccer in college, and it's it is amazing. Like you hear D one, and D one's a huge deal, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you go out and you see some like I, uh, we scrimmaged a Division one team, and it's like, I mean, these guys aren't that much better. Yeah. Like you know, a lot of times it's what club did you play for, or what connections do you have? Yes. Uh, you know. Now that's not taking away from their talent, right? Yeah. But we have, you know, and I think it, you know, coming from a small town, I think sometimes you get overlooked right. at that level because 
We just don't have the opportunities that bigger schools do. Right. So just because, you know, I, I tell people, look at that. Hey, we got people waving at us. They're my kids. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of people don't understand what it takes. I, I played I played junior college. Right. They don't understand what it takes to play at the junior college level or what it takes to play at the D3 level or NAI level. Like, it's the same amount of commitment. It's, right. just, it's just what level you're at. So kudos to both of you all for getting to play at the next level. That talks – Leaps and bounds about you all as athletes. Uh, so, what's your goal, Morgan? I mean, do you hope to come in and yeah. contribute immediately? Yeah, absolutely. Um, like I said, when we went up there and I had that practice, it was crazy. They were all like robots. Um, their warm ups were just so intense. Like, it was just crazy to see. Like, it's definitely going to be like so much more work than even like what club is. And so, I'm excited to just go in and like work my hardest. Um, they send out workouts that we have to start doing like as a team, like apart, obviously, but in April. So, when we get those in, it'll be interesting to see how it's going to go for the next four. Yeah, get that boot off first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, it comes off mid March. So, well, you know, one of the things that, um, that I've noticed here. You know, the Cumberlands are racking up in Montgomery County they, here lately. I know them and, um, you know, Campbellsville is up here a lot. And so, you know, they're trying to keep those kids, you know, close to home because we just had Noah on uh, last week that's mm-hmm. going to the Cumberland. So back to back weeks that we've had Cumberland uh, kids on here. So that's, that's pretty cool. So, Coach, let me ask you, as, as the coach of the high school team, what role do you play in, in marketing your players? Um, I, I always make sure we have huddle up and running and ready just because, I mean, that's the easiest thing that, that's the easiest thing for them to be able to do is, for, you know, they get in contact with a coach and, uh, that coach says, well, I need film. Well, they can immediately jump to that huddle and they can pull their highlights and boom, right. they can get a coach film. I mean, sometimes within 30 seconds, right. but then, uh, I've got all kinds of friends in the coach. Like I know Tiffany, that's the coach over at Asbury, the Grace is going to go play for I've got players I coach in club that I know the coaches out at Cumberland's. Like I know, I know coaches everywhere. So right. it's it's just a matter of like you tell me where you want to go, and I promise I probably have a connection. Right. Whether it's a direct connection or whether it's I know this guy that can say something to her that can get in contact with me, so they can get in contact with you. Right. So I mean, it's just I mean, I'll do anything if they if they come to me and they say, hey, I want to play at the next level, I'm going to do whatever I can do right. to get them there. Absolutely. And you know, it's. That that only helps your program, right? I mean, right. the more the, the more players you can put playing at the next level, you get to you know look what they're doing. And uh, you know, you played for seven years, Grayson. How how long did you play, Morgan? Six. Six years. I mean, yeah, I so you got six, seven year players. Like, you know, here's where she was. Here's where she's at now. She's playing at the next level. So I mean, that's a good marketing tool, even for for your program. Yeah, and I mean, that's what I've um, in the past three years. We went from having. I don't remember the last volleyball, honestly. I think Brittany Sanders may have been, who's my assistant, she may have been the last uh, volleyball player to go play college volleyball. Well, no, Bella Cameron did. Bella Cameron, she was like class of 2014. But other than that, we've had four in the past three years. Right. Brianna Turpening's the libero at Spalding. Annie Ledford's starting for Georgetown. And then you'll have these two going to their respective universities. So, I mean, it's one of those, if you want to do it, like, We've shown we can put you there. Right. You just got to be willing to work for it. And that's something that these four that are going, like their work that they've put in, like it's 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 not a small amount. Like, right. You've got to be right. willing to put in the time. Well, and also, you know, you have to be willing to put in the effort in the classroom as well. Yes. Uh, so, uh, you know, again, kudos to you guys. Uh, so, Coach, let's talk about Youth League 
Mm-hmm. Why can't we get a youth league volleyball program up and going? I'm working on it. Um, the club I used to coach at, uh, the director ran the um, youth program in Georgetown, mm-hmm. and she's helping me kind of get because it's it's one of those things I just don't want to start it right and it not be something that we can build on right. I want it to be a good experience. I want there to be like you know the right coaches, mm-hmm. the right positions. Um, in my youth program, like I've told her, I said I want my high school program involved. You know that way. You have that kind of, you know, I can remember going to basketball games when I was a little kid and, you know, seeing, you know, Timmy Thacker and those guys run out there like, like you know, wanting to high-five them. I, w- I want that atmosphere like, you know, they come play in the youth league and then they come running out on the floor and they're like, oh, you know, there's Tia. Like, Mom, can I go take a picture with Tia? Right. You know, have, like, kids wanting to, like, have T-shirts, made, you know. Like, I want that kind of a feel with mm-hmm. it. So, like, I'm I'm working on that. I'm, I'm probably still about a year out for me okay. being comfortable starting it. But, um I'm going to talk with my boosters because one thing I do want to do, I want to do like, I want to do like a youth week and where we like, when we come back from dead period, I've got my roster set. We'll go, we'll practice for about an hour and 15 minutes. And then parents, if you want to bring your kids, bring them on. We'll work with them for, you know, the last hour, hour and 15 minutes. And uh, if these girls, like these college girls are still around, like we get them in the gym, let them interact with them. And then, like I said, it'd be cool where we do the rec bowl every year. Uh, do like a blind draw. Yeah. And uh, each one of those girls that wins that blind draw, they get to come out with the starting lineup for right. the rec bowl. Right. Just something cool like that to get it more involved. Right. And, you know, you were talking about the the four that you currently have playing. You know, you look at like even camps even, and you got four right. collegiate players that come back and help and can help run that. But the reason I ask is my my daughter's in sixth grade, and she uh, tried out for volleyball this year. Mm-hmm. Of, course, of course, she didn't make it. But, you know, I told her that was, you know, that could happen. I mean, you know, you're not sixth grade is probably the toughest year to make the team because the mass amount of girls that comes out. I mean, like the last time I coached in middle school, I think we had we had probably a combined 40, 45 girls. I was, was going to say grade. It, it was it was a lot. Sixth grade game. was like fifty five to sixty. Yeah, it just was sixth grade. It was a lot. Uh, but prior to trying out, she had no competitive right. volleyball experience. You know, they played volleyball in. Uh, PE in, in elementary school and stuff, but that's not mm. competitive volleyball, no. right? That's, you know, you're still serving underhanded and mm. stuff like that. Um, that's my kind of volleyball. That's the kind of volleyball I'll get down with. <laughs> but, um, you know, you look at it from your standpoint, like if we're going to continue to put teams that go to the Elite Eight, if we're, you know, win district and win region, we're going to have to get that pipeline going. Yes, absolutely. And that's something, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, that's just, that's something I've been, just because, I mean, you look and I mean, I've watched sports over the years. I mean, that used to be like Mason County whenever they were on all their big runs. Like their basketball programs from the kids playing peewee basketball to the kids playing high school, they're just they're learning the same stuff. They're just learning at different speeds. Right. You know, all that type of stuff, and that's what I want to grow into here. I mean, you've got options for kids, but they have to drive to Lexington. Yep. You know, uh, in, I don't even think I don't even know that Winchester has anything. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's, but you have to go to Lexington. Once you get to Lexington, there's plenty of options. But it would be nice, you know, just like you're talking about, within a year that they would have that opportunity locally, whether it's five teams, six teams, or ends up right. being fifteen teams. You know, just something for those girls to get. Um, well, and really, in all honesty, it may be girls and boys at this point because yeah. I, is am I mistaken? Did they sanction it this year, or is it next year that twenty four twenty five will be the first year for boys volleyball being right. a KHSA sanctioned? Right. Sport. So, so you know, 
there's another opening for you and for whomever, you know, if they were to open up that position here, you know, for to work together and just make it that much larger. Right. No, no, no that's the goal. Like volleyball, I mean, it's, it's, I've, I've only been coaching as far as head coaching, you know, this will be going into my seventh year and just the amount it's grown in that time is, right. it's crazy. Yeah. Heck, seven years, you're working your way up the tenure list. There aren't right. many coaches that have been here longer than seven years. I'm, I I consider myself lucky. I, right. I, there's no place I'd rather be than, you know, right. Montgomery County. Well, you know, and you you think about that youth league, and then, you know, you talk about the kids, and, you know, I mean, you see it all across America uh, at basketball courts and football fields, on, uh, and it's players, you know, kids – Playing as their favorite high school athlete, you know. So you'll, you know, you could see kids just like, oh, I want to be the next Grayson Corder. I want to be the next. I want, I want to be the next Morgan Purvis. Like that's that's cool, right? Like that's that's what that that would be super. What you give me the finger? No, I was gonna say I've got a, a a question that is in relation to that. When you finish your thought there, okay. Yeah. You, you threw me off because you gave me the finger. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but I mean, so. Whether and, and I say that to say whether you realize it or not, as a high school student, like there's kids that look up to you guys, like and and you know they watch what you do. I know, I know, I know. My kids, we 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 obviously go to church with Grayson, and I mean they they, they thank the world of Grayson because they see her walk in, it's like oh, you know they want to go give you hugs and all the things. Uh, and and that's a like when you think back, like I I, I think back on my high school days, and it's like that was a huge responsibility, like and but you don't really understand that mm-hmm. and. Uh, but getting a youth league going, I think, and getting your players involved, mm-hmm. not only are you getting, you know, they're giving back to the community, but you're also helping get buy-in. And, you know, there's some little girls that are like, hey, I want to be just like her. I, I, I want to play the way she does. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that would be super cool. Now, Sean, since you interrupted me mid-thought, <laughs> Sorry. read the question. We got a question here. It said, Grayson Morgan, what is one thing that you would tell a young lady that wants to get better in volleyball? Wait a minute. Before you answer, I'm guessing – Adam Muncy. Huh? That would be true. Gosh, I'm so good. <laughs> you go? Don't ever settle. Like, as me, I'm committed to a D3 college, Asbury. That does not mean that I'm not going to stop getting better, going to the gym. As my stepdad was saying, I came home the other day and I was exhausted because I went and ran three miles with him, went to the gym, had volleyball practice. And he was like, Grayson, this is what a college life is going to look like. This is exactly what it's going to feel like, and this is what it's going to look like. So right now I'm already preparing myself to be, I'm going to be exhausted, maybe mentally and physically, but it's about still pushing through that. That's how you're going to get better. That's the only reason. That's how some of these athletes out here are who they are today, because they push through that. Absolutely. It's a whole different mentality. Yes. Yep. Yep. I would say give yourself some grief, like, or, like, give yourself, like, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, I would mess up so many times during games, and I'd be so hard on myself. But, like, and, like, you'd be come up to me and be like, calm down, like, it's okay. And I'm like, I'm not mad at you. Like, I'm not mad at anybody else. I'm thinking in my head, like, and I have that look on my face, but I'm thinking in my head, like, what can I do? Like, how can I fix this? And, like, Mm -hmm. um, I went through a stage where I could not block for the life of me. Um, you just forgot. I just I picked up a habit. I picked up a bad habit. I was coming back and not pressing. I wasn't going up with my hand straight. And um, 
And about that time, I went through like two games where my hitting just wasn't right. So I asked Bradley one day, I was like, hey, like I got to figure out how to hit. And so I was just, I worked on myself for a little bit after practice and we hit and we hit and we hit until I got, like I was getting it again. And I just had to like, I just had to be hard on myself, but I had to know that like, hey, like this is going to happen. Like you just have to, like what Grayson said, work through it and get better at it. So, well, and you know, those mental blocks are, are legit something, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I played I played soccer. I was a goalie. And I went through a phase where I didn't want to dive. I was, like, I, borderline being scared. like, And it's something I had done. So I had to go out in my backyard and just for, like, two hours, I just dove side to side. Mm-hmm. Bruised and beat myself all up. But I got over, like, it was just a mental block. I just yep. couldn't do it. I think and, they're the toughest. Uh, they're super tough. So, um I think those are both great pieces of advice. And, uh, you know, just it's it's so important to be able to, you know, have the right mindset and be able to work through issues because as you all start playing at the next level, like you're going to you're, you're gonna have those bouts of physical exhaustion. You're going to not want to, you know, you're, you're going to hate your life. It's like, this is awful. Why did I make this decision? But you got to press on. You got to push through. And there's no doubt in my mind, and I think, I think everybody here would, would agree, that you both will be able to do that. Um, coach, like, what is what does the region look like ne- next year? Uh, Scott High will probably be the clear cut favorite. They graduated one, and she was a role player that I don't even know that Andrea intended on playing just because she had a lot of talent. So uh, they'll they'll probably be the favorite. Um, Campbell, I think, will fall off a little bit. They graduated six or seven, but they're still they're Campbell County, so you can't ever count them out. Brosser will be tough. That whole district is always going to be tough. Like it's just that's what the thirty seventh district is in volleyball because they've got they've got NKYVC and NKJV up there. That's two NKYVC is typically about a top thirty club in the nation, and NKJV is about a top seventy five. So I mean, you've got that kind of volleyball up there. I mean, you're going to have talent coming out of. Um, GRC, they're going to be tough. Um, he lost a lot, but he's still got two of the better pin hitters in the region. Um, when you say pin hitters, what do outsides. you mean? Outsides. Okay. Outside hitters. I thought um, we was talking bowling I was, I was like, well, we just had bowling on last week, and we talked about the five pin and the ten pin and all this stuff. I was like, maybe there's pins in volleyball too. But uh, he does. He has two of the better outsides in the region. Um, he just he lost his setter, Kelsey, so that'll be a, that'll be tough to replace. But uh, they'll be solid again. Bourbon will always be their typical scrappy self. Um, I look for us to be right in the mix. Like I say, um, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a bunch of girls that no one knows anything about, but the talent's there. Yeah, and there's lots of talent coming up through the program that if you can get it all to jail right, uh, we're, we'll, we'll be a dangerous group. Come maybe may young, but your depth gets a little bit better. Yes, um, it's it's this freshman class. I mean, it gives me throwbacks. Throwback to Angela and them so bad it's not even funny. I mean, they're they're tall. Like you've got Aaron, Abigail, and Anna that are all pushing six foot. Um, Ava Hudson's not far off of them. Uh, Meredith Miles reminds me a lot of Grayson Presley. You know that type. You know she's an eighth grader and I can already like she's already running an offense as an eighth grader. So we don't have to teach that. We get to go into other in depth parts of setting. So just their full round as that group as a whole like. They're they're gonna be a, they're gonna be another special group. Yeah. So, girls, I kind of touched on this question earlier. What do you think your legacy is that you're leaving behind? You're like, if you look back, 
in five years, ten years, after we create the Volleyball Hall of Fame and you both are in it? Like, what do you think your legacy that you leave the players coming up will be when they think back on Morgan and they think back on Grayson? What what, what are they going to think? Leave everything out on the court. I have no doubt that is your mentality every single time. <laughs> yes. My thing's energy. Like, no matter if you're – like, that was always my biggest thing. Like, you have to bring the energy. No matter if you're down 10, you're up 10. Like, you have to be hype. Like, I can't tell you how many times there's pictures of me. I don't know how I had to have a vertical in those pictures because I can't jump that high. Right. But I made it happen. Like, you just got to be able to pick your team up and you got to, like, bring the energy. And you're talking about whether you're – whether you're on the court or, or on the, the bench, yeah, um, you know, bring the energy either way. Well, you know, that's something I can say about a lot of our female athletes. We were actually talking about this today. There's no lack of emotion in any of our female right. sports yep. right now, and, okay. and it's amazing to see. You know, we saw we saw pictures from the girls' game last night, and I mean, you know exactly what's going on by facial expressions yep. the entire game, and yeah. and I and I love that because you know you watch you watch a guys' game and you're like. I don't really know what the heck's going on, right? Like, if you just right. watch their facial expressions, like, I don't really know what the heck's going on. Are we up? Are we down? Like, and there's something to be said about that. Mm-hmm. But also that passion, that emotion that I think females bring to uh, their sport is is quite impressive. Totally agree. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say something. You were just like, <laughs> totally agree. Sean? We have another question over here. Okay. Uh, Coach? Yes. They would like to know what game you plan on coaching in the Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. What? <laughs> I don't know. I have to figure that out. People make fun. I have like the the teal the Hornet. No, I don't have. It's hey, just it's a. I had one of those in high school. <laughs> no, it's my it's my like teal Jordan Hornets warm up that I have, and every now and then, like you know, I just throw it on. That's what I coach in that night. And, <laughs> I'll make that like a special occasion shirt or something. I had a Colorado Rockies (laughs) one that I just absolutely love. So those are great. Wear it every game. Hey, it's comfortable. Like you know, I'm the one that warms the girls up. So I mean, I'm out there. I'm not. You're never going to see me out there in like you know a shirt and tie and looking all form. But we will see you in cowboy boots at times because I have seen you. That gets real. Absolutely. (laughs) That's when stuff gets real, huh? Oh yeah. So when the cowboy boots come on, coach is serious. Business. Business. Business is about to pick up. So, you all said something earlier. Is there that much of interest in boys volleyball? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's, so it wouldn't be hard to fill a team. No, I wouldn't think so. And Do like, you think I'm, we can fill a team? I've, I've told some people. I said, you know, if I had my pick of anybody, I said Montgomery County would have a really nice looking volleyball team in their first year ever. In a perfect world, if they all came out. But I mean, yeah. I was like, you think about it. You look at our boys' basketball team. You know, they all jump, they all run. So you look at, you know, Tice, about 6'6. Six, six. Luke, 6'6. Six, six. Dawson, they announced him as 6'6. Six, six. So we're going to call him 6'6. Six, six. <laughs> Isaiah Rowlett, 6'4. Like, we could have a real nice. Ethan Dunn could definitely run a libero because, I mean, he'd touch it. <laughs> he, hey, he's quick as lightning. He could touch every ball. I mean, like, we could have a real nice looking boys' volleyball team. And it fits. Yeah. Season wise. It fits season-wise, and a lot of the, like, things you teach can transition real easy. I've taught, like, a couple of my guy friends that we play volleyball, and they've, they want to learn. I said, you know how the steps you take to catch an alley-oop? Like, yeah, I said, that's an approach. Oh, that's easy. One of the hardest parts of volleyball taught just by, you know, relating to another sport. 
So, Jason Mays, if you're listening, sounds like you need to be the boys' volleyball coach. (laughs) (laughs) I think the soccer, the boys' soccer team would have a lot of interest, too. Like, like how many times you see them go up and, like, their vertical is just insanely high and, like, they'd be – which, if you've ever watched men's volleyball, like – yeah. Hey, it's a whole same. different animal, men's volleyball. It's, Power. Yeah. Yeah. That's I I mean, girls, I mean I mean, don't get me wrong, like like come watch like come watch, you know, like Sarah Zink and a couple of those, like girls get up too. But I mean it's just like there's so much more strategy and, you know, placement and the, the, the guys all we care about is jump high spring hard. Right, let's let's hit it jump as high as we can, hit it as hard as we can. Absolutely. Preferably at that guy's face. Two hundred miles an hour. Right. Yeah. Now so what do you think, of course, the volleyball game this year, uh, Nebraska and who? Texas. Texas that was played in, played in the football stadium? No, that was Nebraska oh. and Omaha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, thought, yeah. what is something like that that's nationally televised in a football stadium and there's – There was 90,000 people. 90, there was 90,000 people. Say, close yeah. to 100,000 people. Like, what does that do for the sport of volleyball? I mean, it just shows just how much it's growing. I mean – like, you go from a small stage of, like, a middle school game where, like, if you all came to a middle school game this year, like, you'd have thought there was a high school team playing just because, I mean, you've got four or 500 people in there. But then you show that you take it up to the college level. And, I mean, that wasn't a big matchup. Like, it was just two schools that are close to each other wanting to do something big. But it shows just how popular it is and just how passionate people are about it yeah. and how much people want to support it. And be I mean, it's, it's, it's a sport like, you know – I love basketball. I played basketball all my life, but I mean, you might go fifteen trips up and down the court. No one does anything, right? Volleyball. There's a point every time a ball goes up, every single time. Speaking of a big spectacle like that, what's it going to take <coughs> for us to get LEDs that we can turn off in the arena and turn back on, Dude. and have a and have a spotlight to where you know when you all come out. And the LED lights are already in place. I just need a spotlight. And you better believe we would turn the lights off for starting warm-up. Of course. So, anybody got a spotlight out there? Come on. With the 1996 Chicago Bulls Absolutely. intro. <laughs> Austin Maples, are you listening? Austin's at the uh, Board of Education uh, meeting. That's probably just still going well, on. I don't, want to, I don't want to get started on the Board of Education. No, tonight. but they, they're they the one that might be able to. Uh, yeah, well, they don't want to put it talk to Somebody else can <laughs> do the talk. Put it up. I think I think maybe we start with you and every coach that comes on that plays in. The, I mean, even the archery people that had their tournament. Oh, they like I just say, say it, when they come out to their thing, you turn the lights off and just. You know where I thought you were going with that? Hashtag spotlight. That's Hashtag what was spotlight. I thought, I, honest to God, thought he was like, when are we going to get to play a volleyball game on the turf, coach? <laughs> I mean, hey. I thought that's where that was going. Why not? Hey, I know, some, I know some people with sport courts. I mean, if we could get the. What, is one, get, what was one of those runs? Depends on the quality you get. If you get just like it's probably low end, you're looking at probably between fifteen twenty thousand. But if you get one of the high end Terraflex courts like what UK plays on, you're looking at six figures easy. Okay, well fifteen twenty thousand. No, we'll, we'll go one of the lower ends. <laughs> we'll we'll right. work on that, Sean. It's gonna be sponsored by From Corner to Corner. That would be cool, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> Have our big logo right out on the floor, well, right not in the middle of it, not right in the middle, just off to the side. We don't want to be too. We're, no, right in the middle. No, right in the middle. middle. Fighting, fight, fighting fight him. I move know. over. <laughs> Be you like, can make it like a from corner You stand to corner back there on Muncie's face, and you stand over there on Neil's face. But here's the thing: if we do that, I get to be I get to be a judge. Absolutely. Okay. So let's talk about that for a second. I got a buddy that I work with mm-hmm. that is a volleyball ref. Mm-hmm. He says it's the easiest money that you can make. Would you agree or disagree? I mean, any more. 
it kind of can be just because you have some rats that get up there and all they do is blow the whistle for serve. Like, they don't call. They don't look for lifts. They don't look for people in the net. I mean, so, yeah. And especially if you're working these club tournaments on the weekend, I mean, that's five, close to 600 bucks. I mean, there's some people in those club tournaments, that's literally all they do. So, one, for serve. one ref. And then the people, usually, I mean, at least the high in school a, games. In a, you in a high school about, match, you'll have two. You'll have an R1 and an R2. So you'll have the guy up on the stand, and then you'll have the guy across the net from him. And then you usually have ref. parents with flags. Parents, line, judge, until postseason. Gotcha. But club, you only have one ref. And yeah. It's, it's a, like a up ref, and then like. Club is a joke when it comes to officiating. <laughs> it, they don't call doubles or nothing. What is a double? Tell me what a double is. Why? You. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> so she knows what a double is, but she can't tell you what a double is. I can't go in that. You're detail. supposed to set the ball with both of your hands at the exact same time, and a double is when one hits first and the other hits after. I feel like so that would spins. be. I feel like that's a that's a backwards thing. Like double is I hit them with both. That should be a single. Yeah, I think they're going to get rid of that so rule because yeah. it, is what it doesn't. It's a double contact. Oh, see, I'm thinking about like double dribble, double dribble. It's supposed to be one simultaneous contact. That's why you see gotcha. the good setters, ball comes out nice and clean, not much spin, and the That's not so good, good setters just have your hands close. Mm-hmm. I mean, you would think if they if you hit it with one hand before the other that it would shoot the ball to the left or the right. A lot of times it does. Slice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why you see lots of times like. Spin directly over the top. I mean, that just shows follow through. But lots of times the doubles you do see, it's got side rotation on it because that shows which hand got it first. If you can start hitting it and you get that slice to where it goes to the left or the right, now talk about forming your shots. That that'd right. be the way to do it right there. He thinks he's a volleyball expert, but it's illegal. So <laughs> what next said question. Illegal. No one said you have to hit it right at someone. You're supposed to get it on the floor inside the marks. Yep. That's all you have to do. If you can put some, game, hit it you can put some English down. on it and get it away from them. Which is basically the, the name of almost every game. Tomahawk, chalk it. Chop it. Chalk it. Chalk. We're chalking it. Chop this is, it. This, this, is, this is such a rookie league. Sorry. We're rookie league here. Rookie ball. Well, hasn't been on in a while, right, so he's right, a little rusty. Right. You're right. So, um, I apologize for my <laughs> cohorts here, guys. Um, I try to run a professional thing here. Obviously, I am Mr. Professional, and I got these two. Jake legs with me. Um, so, this is kind of fascinating. Like, I, I'm more fascinated every time I talk to you all about volleyball. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, I'm just underhand, sir. Do you think we need to get to a point with our, like, elementary and middle school PE classes that we teach people how to play volleyball the correct way? I mean, we I mean, we... we teach every other sport and I mean why would you not want to teach the I mean the only one I guess you can't teach is football but I mean but I mean, you can teach you can even teach, you can fundamentals, teach, the, you can teach the fundamentals but I mean why would you not want to teach the fastest growing sport out there so volleyball is the fastest growing sport oh absolutely yeah. okay. they did they did a they did a test a few years ago and I mean it was like the percentages were I mean volleyball blew everything out of the water. I felt like you came at me really aggressive just now you're like absolutely dummy <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I tend to agree though because there's been Three facil- new facilities go up in Lexington, if I'm not mistaken, in the last mm-hmm. at least year, uh, year to two years, there's been three new facilities. So, because all the rest of them are jam-packed, they were like, why don't we just build another building? Well, and I mean, that's why, you know, you've got, just in Lexington, like when it all started, Love, like Lexington United, that was mm-hmm. the only club in Lexington. Well, now you have, you've got Love, 
You've got Alpha that's, you know, basically Lexington, but it's Georgetown. You've got Lexington High Risers that's just started this year. You've got Mana that used to be known as Cova. Uh, Bluegrass Lightning is another one. Uh, the head coach at West Jess runs his own club, JVC. So, I mean, that's just in the Lexington area. You've got like six, seven, eight clubs there that I just named. And then you get up into Louisville, and there's umpteenth of however many more you can find, including like you've got Kiva that's typically a top five club in the nation. Uh, Mava, Union. So so what does it take to start a club? Money. Money? <laughs> yeah. I mean, money, you got to have the resources, you got to have the people. Um, I like to think there'd be some kind of conflict if you're going to use a school to do club stuff just because of insurance purposes, things like that. But, uh, I mean, yeah, and then you just got to – you don't want to just throw something together and it, like, not be right. a good product and not be a good experience for the girls. Because, I mean, these parents pay a lot of money. Like, right. Like I have, I don't know what their position, but like I, the few times I've coached clubs, my girls, their dues have been three thousand and twenty five hundred dollars. That means that's just club dues. That's that's, that's a not, serious commitment. That's, that's not, not tournament. Yeah, that's not hotel. Well, that's not hotels. That's not gas. That's not food when you go. Right. That's just sense. your club dues. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're so, I mean, guys. We've seen that before. Yeah. We've so, seen. You don't want to have you don't want to have a parent taken out like you know for some people like I've I've known some parents that they basically given up. One parent has given up a month's salary to put their kid into club volleyball. Yeah. And, I mean, if you're doing that, you, you want it to be a right. good product. You want it to be beneficial for all parties. Right. Well, yeah, and I'm, I was just thinking outside the box. Like, if you were to start – you talked about the guy in Jasmine County that started his own club. Mm-hmm. If you were to start one here, you would think that you would get a draw from the surrounding counties as well. Potentially. Um, I mean – I mean, that doesn't necessarily benefit you with, you know, the transfer rule now where people can come wherever they want to. It's like, hey, by the way, we have a job for your father. Right. <laughs> You're six foot four. I got a job for your dad. But, uh, I mean, yeah, if, if if it could work itself out, like, that'd be awesome to run a club out of here just because, I mean, that gives, you know, some some kids, like, some parents just have jobs they can't make at the Lexington by whenever right. practice time would be. So, I mean, I'm sure they'd love it to be like, Mom, I've got practice at five. Well, I don't get off work till it's just at the barn, Mom. Right. Oh, okay, I can do that. What do you all like playing more? Did you like playing high school more, or did you like playing club more? That's a very hard question because they are totally different. They're t- I, I mean, the correct answer is Coach Craycraft is on the high school team, so I prefer to play I high school. The, He's I right just love here. The, I love the connection that you build in high school. Like sure. it's something like club. Like it's a different. Like this is my only year that I've ever played club volleyball, and so like the connection that you have growing with these girls, and then going in and playing with a whole new team, like. I can't tell you, like, it took me two or three weeks before I could even learn to hit off my setter because I've hit off her every single year that I've played. And so it was just something, like, completely different. Um, Like, I wish we could do traveling. Like, I wish, like, high school could, like, travel. Like, we do the tournament in Tennessee, but I wish, like, on the weekends we could go, like, to Tennessee and Indianapolis and stuff. But the girls in high school were just, like, uncomparable. The girls you meet in high school is family, just like she said. The girls you meet in club are all there for one reason. They love volleyball. And I'm not saying the girls that I played high school with didn't love volleyball, but these girls are traveling to practice, traveling to tournaments. Right, I mean, because it's, it's a commitment. Yeah, I mean, like, they, you are committed at this point. Yeah. And most girls that you play club with want to play volleyball. Yeah. Like, I recently started playing with Kiva, and they have four juniors that are committed to Kentucky, Wisconsin, Louisville, and Indiana. Okay. I mean, you know, I've heard of those schools. Before. Yeah. So your your club your club with that kind of expanse in this, obviously, mm-hmm. 
the number one goal is to land in universities yeah, like if that. If you're playing club volleyball, you you're planning to play college volleyball. Yeah, and and I I just looked this up to make sure I was right. I, they recently created a professional women's volleyball yes. tour, right? Not just the the beach type that you see in no, Olympics. I mean, a professional yeah. women's volleyball league in the United States now. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, that, it gives another destination for, you know, if if you didn't want to do the medical field and you get past Asbury and you're like, I want to pursue a well, career there. until this year, I mean, they have Athletes Unlimited. I'm sure you guys have heard of them because they do several sports. But other than them, up until, like, if you were a, like, premier volleyball player in college, you had to go overseas to play professionally. Yeah. yeah. Like period. That's I mean, and still some of them do because the best the best of the best volleyball players are international players. Like I mean, that's just how it is. But the fact that now it's offered a professional league is offered in the United States. You're you're seeing a lot more like like I don't know how many girls from Kentucky are like well Lee Edmond and uh, Allie Stumler, well Allie Linehan now they they're on the same team yeah. down in Atlanta. So like you're gonna see a lot more of those like those college duos and those great college players. You'll still get to see them, and then the atmosphere. Like I got to see snippets of videos, like at the first game in Omaha and the first game in Atlanta. And I mean, you've got like ten, twelve, fourteen thousand people at these games. First year, first year league, just out of the gates, and you're filling arenas. Those numbers are bigger than the WNBA. They don't draw that well, kind of crowd. Would probably be a much better product than the WNBA. If I'm being honest, <laughs> I don't true. know if y'all have watched the WNBA game lately. They're not very good. That's true. <laughs> I, listen, I don't, hey, speaking the truth. I, I don't cut corners. <laughs> Caitlin Clark ain't there yet. <laughs> and she's not going. She's not going to help it that much. Uh, but that's for the uh, for our next show. So, I just, I, I'm amazed. So, do we have, like, I talked I talked about the Hall of Fame. Like, do, So, do we have, like, you, you think about, like, basketball, they have the 1,000-point club. Do we have all that set up for volleyball? Like, different, like 1,700 assists? Yeah, I've what? recently started, you know, keeping – like, when we got huddle, I started keeping stats immediately just because, I mean, these girls put countless hours in the gym. Right. And sure, yeah, like, I'm one of the biggest as far as pushing a team atmosphere. Like, we're not out here to pad any one person's stats. We're out here to achieve team goals. If you happen to, you know, achieve something individually, awesome. We'll We'll make sure we hit that at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay, and uh, so in keeping stats, like, you know, yeah, she got a plaque because I cut it at 1,500 assists because as a setter, you touch the ball more than anybody on the floor. So you kind of cheated is what he's saying. No, it's not (laughs) cheated. It's just just you have a lot of opportunities. Like, she might set 1,000 balls, but she only gets to swing at, you know, 250 of them. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's if she gets a thousand assists on those thousand balls, she'll get two hundred fifty. Like it's just it's kind of messed up to immediately. So she has to start bulldogging her way and be like, "No, that's mine." <laughs> so, but you know, you know, she had seventeen, a little over seventeen hundred assists for her career. Uh, Presley Cord finished with two thousand right on the dot. Uh, Ansley Shields finished with a little over eleven hundred kills for her career. So she has a thousand kill, and I would love to get like if you all seen the boy the thousand yeah. kill. I would love to have one of those. And, I mean, like I said, I said I don't want an individual one because you'd have to have, like, you know, a 1,000 kill, this, this, for this. But, you know, if I could just get one generic one and we just put up there, like, you know, Ansley Shields, this many kills. You know, Grayson Cords, this many. Brianna Turpin, this many digs. Presley Cord, this many. And it's just, like, uh, and it just gives, like, the parameters on it. Like, you right. know, 1,000 kills, 1,000 digs, 
1,500 assists, like, boom. Even if it was just there. your overall leader, maybe. Like, a board that... Right, you know, yeah. Yeah, that, leader, that would, yeah, that'd be cool, too. So, I think it's, I mean, you know, I think it's something that's... Because it is a team sport, but still, ultimately, you know, that is pretty cool to see your name up, like, you know, mm-hmm. I did that. Yeah, I mean, like, because, like, I mean, you look at ones like Ansley. Ansley started as an eighth grader, you know. Just, I mean, just at the time in the program... The head coach at the time, we had a senior and we had Angela, and she's like, Bradley, I don't know what to do. And I said, well, you have an eighth grader here that we have for four more years, or we have that senior right there that we've got for about 15 more games that I don't think she's going to get any better. Right. She, she pretty was, much is what and, she is. And the head coach at the time looked at me, she's like, I got you. And we put Angela in, and we never looked back. Right. And, I mean, turns out she's a school leader in kills, so made the right decision there. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's awesome for them to be able, you know, 20 years from now they'll be able to come back, and if that's something like that's hanging there, like, you know, I mean, Mom, is that you? Like, yeah, that's yeah, what I me. played here back in the Listen, day. I tell you, back in the day, I was a good athlete. Yeah, I don't look like it now, but I was. Back <laughs> I tell my kids it all the time. I don't look, I, I'm fat and out of shape now, but I was a good athlete at one point. Yeah. <laughs> so, what about coaching? Do y'all have any desire, maybe, to coach later on down the road? One hundred percent, yes. Okay, I mean, like club level. You talking about high school? Probably club, mm-hmm. just because those girls. In club, it's just so different. Like, you come into practice and it's like, we're doing this today, we're doing this. It's like, you get probably 20 things done in two hours. And I don't even know. Like, you, yes, of course, you start and you don't know any of these girls, but then you learn. But also, I love the high school, the environment, and how, like, how much people put into high school. Mm-hmm. And, like, your hometown... I just I love that too. So it'd be a decision that I'd have to decide. If I do it, I'd want to do high school. Just like I'd want to establish myself somewhere and just watch them grow, like right. over the years, like see the progress in them. Well, you know something I noticed, and, and I think you, you all are some of the big, you know, the big help with that. Your class is that now it's heavily attended. Like you all get quite quite the crowd, quite the student support out. So I think that shows too how much the sport is growing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. I mean that. That region, that region year, like, really kicked it off. Well, even the year before that, even the COVID year, like, they started drawing a little bit. And then it's just, it's it's stayed the same, if not grown a little bit, as far as crowd size from then on. And it's just because, I mean, we clearly, like, we're, you know, we're not sitting here undefeated state champions, so we're not getting, you know, the amount of wins we want. Right. But, like, we still put a good, highly competitive product on right. the floor. And, I mean – and it's indoors. It's indoors, so you never have to worry about getting rained or snowed on. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, these girls give you something to look forward to. Like, right. whether you walk out of the gym and we've won or lost, like, you're looking forward to coming back to the next game. And and you know that they've all, like these two have said multiple times, left everything out on the court for that game. They've, they've given you your, your all. So, yeah. I mean, you feel like you've earned you, that, that, that your money was well worth it. Yeah, and, I mean, like, there's, there's things like, you know, I could look at from a, a volleyball, like, you know, skill standpoint that we didn't do well after a match. Like, ah, oh, we didn't hit well tonight. We didn't set well tonight. Our defense was slow. Like, whatever. Uh, but effort's one of those things that I, I, I very rarely have to question out of my groups just because I, I, I tell them, I said, you know, no one's going to walk out there. And, you know, we, we won a regional title. We're going to have a target on our back from now until forever. Right. So – you're going to have to own that, and you're going to have to bring your best every because you're going to get everybody the best shot, right. and that includes like the Scott Highs now. Whenever they come to us, they know they got to bring it. Well, yeah, like, because, we know because we got to bring it. They want to knock you like oh, well, they're just you know they think they're up and coming. We just want to knock them back down. A exactly. Bit. So if we have somebody out there listening that is considering coming out and playing volleyball, do you have any off season stuff that they can be a part of? Like how 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 does that work? 
Yeah, I mean, the best thing I can say is follow all. We've got MoCo Volleyball on Facebook. I think it's the same name on Instagram. Instagram. And uh, that's where I make all the posts as far as the dates, when everything's going to start, where we're going to be at, what we're going to be doing, things of that nature. And, I mean, just, you know, come out and give it a shot. I mean, a lot of a lot of people, I feel like, don't just because, you know, it's new. It's right. it's not easy to learn. But, I mean, these girls started somewhere, too. Right. Like, and, I mean, look at it. Like, Allie Dillon's one of the best ones. Like, Allie Dillon is a two-year player. Yeah. And I could have three girls sitting here playing that are going to play in college because Allie very well just as easily wouldn't play college volleyball. Right. She just, you know, she made her mind up early. She's like, I just I won't go to school. But, you know, respect for her. But the the opportunities were out there. Right. So, I mean, it's one of those, if you want to pick up a sport randomly, like, do it. Right. You just have to be willing to put in work. Open mind. Like, that's one thing I can say about Allie. She came in every day. She didn't know lick of nothing, really, when she started. But she was always willing to listen, learn. And you could, if I told her, like, hey, you need to go out here. You need to transition here to work on this. You could see it being applied immediately. Right. Might not have been perfect, but it was being applied, and she was, she was working really to get better yeah. at it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, Wes, you want to name our Athlete of the Week for us? Well, our Athlete of the Week was from our girls' wrestling team. First year girls' first wrestling team. First year girls' wrestling team. They had their first KHSAA had their first sanctioned girls' state championship this year. Yep. And uh, Brooklyn Banfield made the semifinals. Uh, and came in fifth in the state. That's awesome. Um, so congratulations to Brooklyn. Our Kim Soft Athlete of the Week. That's right. So, well, Coach, Grayson, Morgan, thank you guys for coming out and j- joining us for a little bit. I have a oh, major you're announcement. You're cutting me off again. I'm Give, sorry. You gave me the finger again. I, I just wanted to make sure that we got this in. While you all have been doing your show, me and Mr. Eric Jones have been doing a little bartering over here. Bartering. And we have a new sponsor for our show. Wow. We've been looking for this sponsor for our road show for a while now, right? Because uh-huh. everybody keeps demanding to see our pretty the faces mobile studio. out in the mobile studios, right? Yes. So we Kel- got a face for radio. So Kelwell Commissary and Simple- Simply Secured have teamed together, and they will be our sponsor for our road show. Well, you know, we are... I like the road show. We are pro Good wrestling time. at our core. This is essentially... The mega powers uniting. I mean, that's that's what this is. This is the mega powers. I mean, absolutely. We, we need to seal it with a handshake in a minute. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that so, is awesome. Thank you guys yeah. so very much. So, Coach, again, Grayson, Morgan, th- thank you guys for coming out. Do not be strangers, okay? We, we want to hear all about your college adventures and, you know, that you're first team all-conference and you're all-American and all the getting drafted, whatever happens. If you're walking by on a Tuesday and you see us doing this, by all means, walk in and just say just say hi. Just say hi. We'll put hey, you on the microphone when, for five minutes. When you're, in, when you're in school next year, you want to just call into the show. We'll talk to you that way, too. Yeah. And, uh, Coach, we can't wait to get you back in towards, <laughs> towards the start of the season so you can give us a rundown of how the year is shaping up. Right. And uh, I have no doubt that – the success is going to continue that you have uh, been able to start. Looking forward to it. Well, we're looking forward to it as well. So, guys, there you have it for this week's edition of the Community Trust Bank Coaches Corner presented by the From Corner to Corner podcast. If you haven't already, go out and give us a like on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember to help us promote our Coaches Corner show and our Kim Soft Athlete of the Week program here in Montgomery County. And our Menifee County, or, and in Menifee County, our Brett Weehunt's Kentucky Farm Bureau Athletes of the Month program. We do what we do for uh, 
our and our surround our community and our surrounding communities and our teams, our coaches and our community and our students and our community, they deserve it. Go community. We'll we'll catch you next week. Stay safe, friends. The MoCo Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.